Welcome to The Power of Faith with David Hathaway. In this episode, David will be sharing what he has learnt from over 70 years in ministry. Following a recent, powerful day of prayer in Armenia, David preached in two PAC church meetings in Yerevan, seeing many come forward to repent and many receive healing. As it was Pentecost Sunday, David also prayed that they would experience a new, powerful, Pentecostal experience. And his desire for you is that you would be refilled with the fire of the Holy Ghost. Now, please join David as he ministers today's word. Well, it's an opportunity to share with you and talk with you again. And um, I'm enjoying my series of studies now looking into the book of Hebrews. And if um, you uh, are following this particular message and uh, didn't hear the previous ones, then you should find somewhere because I'm in the third chapter of Hebrews and the first two chapters are extremely interesting and lead into this. And I would just simply say to you also that we'd like to keep in touch with you. And if you haven't given us your email address, we would appreciate uh, your address so we can pray for you and contact you. Right. Now, Hebrews chapter 3. Now, Paul, and I will repeat what I said in the previous messages, Paul is very clearly here not speaking so much to the church, but is referring to the Jewish people, the Hebrews. And it, yes, it does relate to the church, but you have to understand that most of the other epistles were more directed at the church. Um, this one is very clearly written to his own Jewish people. And remember, Paul was a Jew, uh, the very highest level, uh, <laughs> very high. Uh, anyway, he starts off by saying, Therefore, holy brothers who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus. <laughs> what a wonderful way to start. I would challenge you, fix your thoughts on Jesus. I mean, Jesus is the beginning, the ending. He is he's everything. I mean, to us as Christians, it's not, it's not religion, it's not faith, it's not just God. It's Jesus, the Son of God, who we know and relate to. And that's how he continues, because he says, Jesus, the apostle and high priest whom we confess. That's quite interesting because he's using the word apostle, which of course related to the apostles who were the senior leaders um, in the life of Jesus and in the early church. But he also refers to him as the high priest. Now, the high priest, of course, was very important in Jewish tradition and Jewish religion because he was the one who stood between the people and God. And the significant thing is that when Jesus died on the cross, if you remember in the story, I'm sure you've read it, that simultaneously with the death of Jesus on the cross, nothing to do with the tomb, simultaneously with his death on the cross, it is said that the 
curtain or the veil in the temple which separated between the people and where the, only the high priest could go behind the veil that was torn into from top to bottom, not bottom up, from top to bottom, very significant, God doing it from the top, man not doing it from the bottom. So what happened is this, it was so symbolic that Jesus was to become our high priest, in effect. So his position in ministry to us um, as Christians, as well as to the Jewish people, is he has replaced the high priest. And I'm using that word because, unfortunately, today too many religions employ priests, but Jesus is the priest, the high priest. And then he goes on in verse 2, Paul says, he, that's Jesus, was faithful to the one who appointed him. Now, I, I like this. Um, by the way, I'm using, um, uh, at the moment, I'm using the New International Version. I have to make this clear because I normally prefer the authorized, but this is a New International Version. Somehow, I think he makes it get clearer. So he says that Jesus was faithful to the one who appointed him. So here we get a very clear illustration that Jesus was not just the Son of God, but was appointed to come to become high priest and to become an apostle, an apostle being an ambassador, a, a, a messenger. So he was faithful as Moses was faithful in all of God's house. So the faithfulness of Jesus is likened to Moses' experience because Moses, you know, he had a very unusual life. He lived three lives. <laughs> I like to joke about this a bit because I, I've li I will have lived three lives. He spent 40 years, uh, he was rescued from the bulrushes by Pharaoh's daughter, spent his first 40 years in the king's palace. Then because uh, he had an argument with one of the Egyptians and killed him, he was then banished to the wilderness, fled to the wilderness, and for 40 years he kept his, his father-in-law's sheep. That was his second life, first life in the palace, 40 years, second life in the wilderness, 40 years. And when he was 80 years old, he met God. You know the story, the burning bush. And while he was out in the backside of the desert, he saw this bush, which was on fire, but wasn't destroyed. And God spoke to him. So he was to spend the next 40 years leading the people of Israel out of captivity in Egypt and leading them to the promised land. Now, I see a very, very strong similarity here with Jesus because Jesus was called um, to, like Moses, take us from the world of sin, Egypt, through the years and bring us right to the point of the coming kingdom. It's very interesting. 
Just as the ministry of Joseph, uh, uh, ministry of Moses, and by the way, he wasn't even allowed to enter the promised land, but he, for 40 years, he led the children of Israel through the wilderness. So in the likeness, the ministry of Jesus as an apostle and a high priest, let's not deal with the rest of his ministry, but his ministry as an apostle and a high priest is to bring us from the moment of salvation to the moment when we enter the kingdom. Right. And just as Moses was faithful, he did the job. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't easy because the people, as we'll see in a moment, turned against him, grumbled, and they were always grumbling and complaining. So, yeah, I think sometimes, unfortunately, we're guilty of that. And we need to be careful that we don't grumble and complain. So, Jesus was faithful as Moses was, but then Paul goes on to put it into a slightly different context. He says that just as the builder of a house has greater honor than the house, so for every house is built by someone, but God is the builder of everything. All David's life, he has been following a powerful, prophetic vision. Hearing God's voice behind him, saying, this is the way, walk in it. And now, as David explores Paul's letter to the Ephesians, in his new book, Power, Your Inheritance, the book of Ephesians explored, David is seeing more clearly what God's ultimate plan is for us to fulfill. It is by revelation of the Holy Spirit that step by step, all his life, David has lived the miracles of the Bible. Now, take your Bible, open it to Ephesians, and follow David through the revelation he has received and wants to share with you. Order David Hathaway's book, Power, Your Inheritance, the Book of Ephesians Explored, by visiting eurovision.org.uk forward slash shop. Thank you for listening to the Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.